When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. The driver's seat. Stevie Johnson's going to fight him all the way up to the line. Who'll get there first? Kelly, I reckon no. Johnson got it. This is going to be Molly Taylor winning the first ever Extreme EX3. She crosses the line. She has done a fabulous job, and no wonder she is smiling. The driver's seat. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Start the celebrations for McLaren. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. Welcome to the driver's seat. We do it as always. Thanks to our great mates at Kubota. Together we are shaping and building Australia. We are one round down in the championship. We went to a place that, geez, we haven't been at for quite a while. <laughs> oh, geez, it was unfamiliar, wasn't it, really, to be quite frank? Uh, yeah, and look, lots to talk about out of that uh, out of that particular weekend. I've um, I've gone to the cupboard, Nimsy, and I've grabbed the soapbox out. I've given it a dust off again because I may be climbing up on it in a little while. Oh, well, we look forward to that one. And as always, you could text in on 0433 98 11 16. That is our number. But we got to talk about one of the big stories ahead of the start of the season. It's a good time to get into our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Now, our first guest, this is his first time as a supercars owner on the program. And I, I won't look. Even though it's his first time on the show, we're going to do the same thing that we do all the time and give our guests... An absolute dynamite intro. The premiere of Premier Racing. Our newest supercar thing. Fire in the sky and one in the hole. Zabiris takes it on a 385 at 499 kilometres an hour. Yes, they made their debut in some very hot-looking Commodores, a nice mm. little subway number, and our great mate Chris Pither in another one. But please welcome, he is the brand-new owner of Premier Racing, the all-new Supercast team, the one and only making his debut on the driver's seat, Peter Zabiris. Welcome. Hey, boy. <laughs> Peter, uh, it's Matthew McKeldin speaking. We've never met before, uh, funnily enough, because no. I'm not a drag racing guy, but I do a little bit around the circuit stuff. But, mate, congratulations on getting your team to the track, first off, or, or buying the team and then getting it to the yep. track in such a short period of time. One thing I yep. will tell you straight off the bat that our listeners and a lot of people on social media have said, a, you won the PR war in the off-season. Congratulations. And two, <laughs> two of the best-looking supercars, I reckon, to make their, de- their debut on the weekend. That, that subway car, what a, what a get for, uh, for supercars, mate. So straight off the bat, congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, to um, hit the season and start off with two you know, internationally recognised brands, um, just 
yeah, we were we were, we were still pinching ourselves. It was awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Hey, Pete, it's Steve Johnson here. Now we we have met on a yep, number of right. occasions. Oh, <laughs> I'm very good, thanks, mate. Mate, uh, it was you know, and and from my point of view, in a background in circuit racing, I mean, to be able to do what you did in that short period of time. Um, was phenomenal. You know, obviously, not only did you acquire the team, buy the team, you had the cars upgraded, you had, you know, basically built up a whole new race team um, in probably the fastest I've ever seen it. Yeah, it's um, it's amazing what can be done. Uh, I, I did say to a few people, it doesn't matter whether it's six weeks or six months, a deadline's a deadline, and, and Sometimes when you have too much time, you you dawdle and you know, whatever. But yeah, this time we just didn't have have uh, time. Really wasn't on on our side. And and I, I I have to admit there was times where where I thought maybe I've found I've finally bitten off more than I can chew. And you know, <laughs> I, I thought oh, you took a big bite, Pete. You it. took a big bite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was, it, yeah. This one was. This one was. And and it's it's um a lot of it was it was really difficult. To make certain decisions, like you, you know, you know, let's, let's say we got to, we got to order in shirts, like race like team shirts. I'm um, I can't pick a I can't pick a size because I haven't got the the, the employees yet. Um, I can't put a sponsor on it because I don't know who my sponsors are. You know, like there were so many reasons why we couldn't make things happen, and other things had to happen. So, but look, you know it. When it, the, the last week, it all—I don't know how—but it all—it all, it all some, somehow fell fell in together, and and there we were. We turned we turned up. And Pete, a lot of people may not know that you you are a motorsport guy. You've had incredible success at the top fuel level in drag racing, the the Burson Auto Parts Australian Top Fuel Championship. What what made you even think about going circuit racing? Particularly at supercar level, what, where was the attraction there? Um, look, I, I have been a um, a circuit race uh, fan for for a long time. You know, back in the back in the day, watching you know the Brocks and the the Moffats and the Johnsons and all the rest of it. Um, I've always been into it, but but just uh, I, I got sort of led. I got introduced to drag racing and enjoyed it, and 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 that sort of been my passion. Um, that side of it. Um, the the reason I got into it was it was just it was more an opportunity. Um, an opportunity was presented to me, and and I looked at it, and I don't know. I just I just thought, well, you only live once, and stuff it. Let's 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 see what this thing's all about. So um, because yeah, because you are the <laughs> owner of Premier Hire, and you were a sponsor on the car last year, so you already had a connection to that team, didn't you? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So we we were involved um, just as as a sponsor, a sponsor basically, and and sort of seeing the the inner workings and um, yeah, I just felt like you know why not let's let's give it a, give it a crack and see where this where it leads us. So so Pete, I'm going to probably talk a little bit about the side that you do know a lot of, which is drag racing. Now. Yep. Um, you know, you know that well. You know that business well. 
I mean, let's face it, you're the fastest man on the planet. I mean, it's ridiculous <laughs> oh, uh, what you did up there. The fastest Aussie on the planet. Well, yeah. well, by far the fastest in the country yes, at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, you know, you know that business well, mate. You know how it runs. You've 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 run top fuel cars for many many years. Um, supercars is a bit of a different beast, mm. and it's tough. Um, there's been teams on the grid much longer, um, with much more resources. Mm. Than, um, than an experience compared to teams like yourself, which is you know in its infancy right now. For yeah. you, knowing motorsport as you know it through drag racing and, and obviously watching a bit of supercars and circuit racing, what what's your realistic benchmark for Premier Racing for this year? Um, really I mean, I know you're a racer, Pete. I know you want to win race. I, yeah. I know what you like. No, I've met you. I know how focused you are. But what what's a, what's a successful year look like for you guys? A successful year for us will be constant mid pack. You know, twelfth to fifteenth, um, with with a, a sprinkling of top ten. Um, yeah, there's got to be some top tens there. Like yep. we believe. Look. We believe we can do better than that, um, um, but you know, we, we probably got a little bit excited on the weekend and and thought we could just roll 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 up and have you know and end up mid pack on our first day. But uh, and don't get, don't get me wrong, we we were showing some signs of pace there, and on the Sunday, Chris Chris, um, you know, he he was P13 in the race. He quickly got to P10. Um, it was looking really good. We made a few rookie mistakes in, 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 um, you know, basically some rookie mistakes and, and mm-hmm. sort of cost us. And, but anyway, that's, that's learning and, 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 uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll do better next time. And, and, and the one after that and the one after that. I said last week, Pete, that, uh, on the show, I'd said that my, I really wanted everyone to look at your team because I, I know what's gone into the off season. I've had lots of conversations with people who are connected close to your operation. So I know the work that's gone into it. I know how much of a birthday those cars had had. And I rate Chris Pitter. And we know what sort of condition the cars were in when he took, absolutely. took delivery of them. And I, so, yeah. and I know Chris Pitter really well and Gary well. Yeah. And I'd said to, I said, I, I put my, uh, to not, be too rude about it. I put my nuts on the line and I said, "Hey, you, you got to watch Premier. I reckon they're going to be further, well up the, well further up the grid than what they showed last year." So there was no happier person. Oh, maybe you were happy, but there was no happier person. I reckon when I saw Chris Pitha qualify thirteenth, that I wasn't going to be completely roasted by our audience for making that uh, that prediction. So that to me, that was a win for your team just to have the car no, speed it, to get that up to thirteen. Yeah, it was, and and um, look, I know, you know, I know we all do this. You know, everyone's smarter after the fact, and you know, you should have, would have, could have, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, we we missed the window with with Gary, um, but with his last lap for qualifying, if, if that lap stuck, he he would have been P seven, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, right. So, wow. so we we know, and this is yeah, and this is this is us. Like we didn't get. We didn't get the car set up right on the Saturday. Made the necessary adjustments on the Sunday, and 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 I'm not using this as, as an excuse, but everyone who I can sort of you know confide in and trust and what tells me that that Sydney on on Sunday, with the with the weather changing as it was, was was an extremely difficult um, 
was a, was, a, was a difficult task and, and have a look at the king of of whether you know Shane Van Gisbergen um what was he P20 yeah um, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and I'm not saying I'm not using that as a excuse or whatever but um if the best of you know if one of the best of of the field can not quite get it right then I suppose I, I didn't feel too bad yeah oh, and made a hundred percent and I think I think everybody knows that the staff that you have um, are not necessarily going to be on top of the game right now. And it does take a huge amount of time to gel everything together as well as get a place to live in the sense of the cars and a workshop and put everything together and trucks and stickers. And as you rightly yeah. say, all the sponsorship and all that kind of well, stuff. The team, the team will still be building for the next three months oh, minimum. Absolutely. You know? so, and yeah. I think, I think our audience needs to understand that really 2023 is going to be a much more representative idea of where premier racing is going to be i mean we'll stay in 2022 pete because i don't know and i still get a bit of flack about this on air i steve johnson i've always said that when i start seeing steve johnson lose a significant (laughs) amount of weight he's up for a possible co-drive somewhere in the off season pete the great man's lost 25 kilos now you guys haven't announced your uh co-drivers yet I'm no, going to say, no. I, I, and I do not manage Steve Johnson. I'll have it be known. Yep. Um, but <laughs> might one nugget, Steve <laughs> Johnson be in the line? He's the same height as Chris Bether. Could you see Steve Johnson in a premier higher racing? In a Holden. In a Holden. In a Holden, mind you, <laughs> at Bathurst this year. Not to put you too much on the spot, but I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> Mate, you, I never say never. Ah, never oh, there you go, Steve. Never say never. See? There you go. Right. So you've that, got to be in touch. That'll be on Speed Cafe tomorrow. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Johnson tipped to, uh, to to co-drive with Chris Bitter. Um, so from here we go. Sydney is done. Um, yep. I'm going to talk a little bit in the show later on about the racing. I thought it was pretty, pretty a pretty average show. Um, let's talk. Look towards Tasmania at the next round. Is it your intention to go to every race? And now that you've seen a car in. 13th in qualifying does that change yep. your goals does that change the benchmark of where you want to be now moving forward for the rest of the year um it's probably made me it's probably actually made me a little bit hungrier um where before you know you sort of think oh we could do this and we could do that well you know when when i seen chris gain a couple of um positions and get to p10 um yeah i thought here we go this is you know, yeah this is the, the 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 the, uh, the dream the dream starts actually starting to you know come to fruition but um but then the nightmare started so anyway that's that's <laughs> motor racing and, <laughs> um, hey, but now actually... like I, Sorry, yeah I, don't know, I, I, I just I, I just I think it motorsports a, a bit of a, a bugger in that it and top fuel and and drag racing is the same every now and then it throws you a bone and and you think right we found the secret, the secret ingredient, and and off we go. And then, then it lets you down. Um, and it does yeah. it, and does it, and does it, and does it. And I think it just does it to keep you, keep to keep you going, and just not to give up. And um, yeah, no, look, we're we're going to be stubborn, and we'll hang in there. And um, you know, it's obviously only the the start. But no, I I, I think, I don't know, I, I I just I have a good feeling about our team, and I think we can put. I I, th- I really believe I can we can, we can put some respectable um, um, efforts in this year and hopefully uh, and hopefully we do. Hey Pete, so I and I know 
you're used to a race lasting 3.89 seconds. How did you go with 300 kilometres sitting there for a couple of hours? How did you go with that? Yeah, Two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah, it was different, yeah. <laughs> did you have to have a few coffees or something to keep oh, yourself no. going? Oh, I, I just I kept on saying myself, can't these guys find the finish line? They just keep driving around. <laughs> it's, it's not that hard, boys. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, Pete, on that, just you've been very generous. We're going to let you go. But just before we wrap, um, yeah. uh, top fuel drag racing. If you've never yeah. seen it, if you've never heard of people, you've got to go to a top fuel meeting one day because when those cars light up and head off, it's literally a kick in the chest. It's just the most incredible thing. I sat in a two-seat experience type car, I think, at, at Willow Bank and at uh, Calder Park one day. That yeah. that would probably get in quarter of a mile up to a couple of hundred k an hour, so nothing crazy compared to what you do, which is five hundred k an hour. Ks an hour I, yeah. I found myself as a circuit racer. I found that at that acceleration and that speed, I couldn't keep my eyes ahead of the car. I couldn't see what was coming next. The first thing I noticed in my eyeballs was what was right in front of them. How? Tell me how at five hundred kilometres an hour, are you able to see anything? Are you able to, or is it all just feel and timing? And then a flash in your on your dashboard comes up and you hit the shoots. What's it like to go five hundred k an hour in a quarter mile? Look, it is a blur, but um, it's the more you do it, your your brain actually um, catches up. Like I, I think the first three or four. Um, passes I ever did I could honestly say you know the car was at the finish line but my brain was still at the start line it, it happens that quickly oh, and yeah. and when you and when you like when you stand on the accelerator um it's literally it's literally like a bomb has just gone off and it takes even now it takes a good half to one second for your brain to to actually recognize what's just happened and and okay everything's all good and you, and you sort of catch up but no look a lot of it is yeah it just feel and and um you just, you know, you just you're relying on your reactions and and uh, yeah, you said to get through it. Hey, sorry, so, yeah, go. I, I go. know you want to. We all, all want to ask so many we questions. We all want to ask questions we're about all, drag racing all, now too. We're pressed for time. But yeah. um, so, Pete, just uh, quickly, so you're still going to uh, contest the full national drag racing championship for 2022 as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, unfortunately, there will be a couple of weekends where it crosses paths, like so, for instance. Well, that's fine, mate. I can drive the drag car, no problem at all. (laughs) You can go to the supercars. We've got a a bunch of listeners who have texted in, and one of them, Christian, has texted in, uh, and he wants to know how long will Subway be on the car. Can you release that? Can you give us a scoop scoop here? So the original sign-up was for two rounds. Um, Subway... Subway Australia are so pleased and happy with what we've done and the look at the car and, and, and what they're getting at. Um, they've told us they've, they've gone back to the States uh, to seek approval to sign on for the whole 12 months. Um, oh, that's sensational. Mate, sensational. But, 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 yeah, but where that, like that, that hasn't happened as, as yet, but obviously mm. um, that's, what we're, that's what we're hoping is going to happen. Um, but, yeah, so that would be... That would be awesome if, if, if it could happen. It'd be great. That'll be I think sensational. I, 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 a lot of people do love the look of that car. Uh, mate, brilliant. And you had a ride day there on Monday. And of all the years that I've seen 
of ride days. And I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years. Stevie J's been doing it for longer. I've never seen a flash mob dance troupe at the back of a garage. So already, mate, you, 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 you're kicking goals and you're setting benchmarks and I love it. No, good, good. Well, we had to make a difference and, um, yeah, it's, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see what we can do. Well, Pete, you've been incredibly generous with your time and uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, I think even in the lead up when this, the news first broke that you came on to uh, to purchase Team Sydney and turn it into Premier Racing, I know that there was a lot of people that were like, oh, look, we've finally got someone like, you know, a passionate racer that wants to do well here. And, uh, and you've got two great guys in, in Gary and uh, our mate Crispy uh, to take you up front. So all the best, mate. We wish you continued success for season 22 and beyond season 2022 and beyond. Thank guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And, uh, hope to talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Pete. Uh, Pete Severus there joining us from premier racing. And isn't it great to see someone come on board, like we've said, and just take big chunks out of it. Oh, I, I love it. Mm. Cause, and you know, interestingly, um, the last few people that have bought supercar teams out of the blue, like names you wouldn't expect. And I don't think we expected Zibris to buy it. I don't think we expected Betty Clemenko all those years ago to buy it. Um, when you get someone in like that, that has a proven track record is happy to commit all the funding to go racing and to make it a success. The feedback that I got and read online and all that kind of stuff, there wasn't one person, Stevie J, that said, oh, here comes another rich millionaire who's, you know, to make a small fortune out of of motorsport, you've got to start with a large one. He won't be here for long. Everyone was super uh, happy and positive and and about time. It's very unusual, isn't it? Very unusual. It's a very tall poppy-esque business, isn't it? And for for that to not surface its head when that got announced, I think was sensational. Yep. Awesome. I look forward to seeing what they were doing. And, you know, don't slag me off, folks. They did get into the top 15 like I said they would. So, boom. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. This is the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Great man joins us from his, uh, where, which part of the planet are you on this time, Malcolm? Hawaii? Uh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, just at home in downtown Blackburn, Melbourne. Hey, exotic nothing, nothing Blackburn. Too flush. Exotic. <laughs> exotic <laughs> Blackburn. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Mr. Connor. Thank you. How good is this? First time for, for 2022. How was your off-season? How was your Christmas? I'd say, what did you get up? What did you get up to? But I already know, know, so we won't bore everyone. But you did have a good. Uh, you <laughs> also, did have I wouldn't a good like break. our legal team uh, onto us as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just in case Mel's wife's listening too, we don't want to know what new purchases. Oh, hello, lovely been, uh, Joe. If have, you are, have been uh, added to the classic cars quarter as well. <laughs> Just buying and selling cars, the usual stuff that I'm up to. <laughs> there we go. Hey, in in recent discussions you and I have had, because we talk most most times every day, um, tell me, there's been some, now that the borders are open and businesses are back and people are on the roads and you drive from, as you just mentioned, Blackburn, all the way through to Truganina, where, or Truganina, where uh, Kubota is domiciled, you are exposed mm-hmm. to a number of experiences on the road. And when I spoke to you the other day whilst driving in, you were about to literally get out and murder someone. So I know one of the things you wanted to talk about was now that we're all back to work, (laughs) what are some of the most annoying things we're seeing on the roads? Now, I'm just going to let you fly because I know you've got a few. (laughs) 
Well, it might be good to get some people to text in if they're listening and tell us what they think. But, yeah, I was going to talk about classic cars. But one of the fears that I have is having a classic car. And whether it's a classic car, a modern car, a performance car that you love, or even if it's just your trusty daily driver, what you don't want it to do is being destroyed by a garden variety Muppet out on the road. And I think, <laughs> I think during COVID, a couple of things happened. One people weren't driving so it was okay to get out and about and two some people have seriously forgotten how to drive because it just does my head in <laughs> now the, the, the roads resembling a war zone at the moment and what one thing it doesn't help is a is a um election year because the government's going oh i need to get re-elected so let's go and do a whole lot of roadworks like everywhere yeah <laughs> yep. so where, where i drive to work it's out into the west so get over the west gate and they're, apparently they're digging the tunnel that they were desperately not going to have to get elected last time, and now they're digging it. So there's people going everywhere. So rather than talk about um, classic cars, I came up with a few things that are driving me mad. So how about we run through a few? I'm sure you guys will have a couple as well. Go. My first one that I absolutely hate is the slow merger, and what I'm talking about is merging onto a freeway is not that hard. You get up to speed, as close to limit as possible, indicate and merge. But no, some people come down the slip roads at 40 or 50 kilometres an hour and try to pull into the traffic at about half the speed that everyone else is doing, causing mayhem, people to spear off change lanes. And um, near me, I come down onto the freeway and the actual slip road actually continues into another lane. Mm -hmm. And the other day I'm driving down, looking over my shoulder at merging traffic, look up, and there was a Toyota Camry stopped at the bottom um, with its indicator on, even though there was a road in front, and I'm speeding up to 100k to merge. So, yeah, mm. it's a bit of evasive driving around um, around <laughs> this person. <laughs> hey, what about, Malcolm, I know you've got a couple more, but what about the opposite to that, which I've found is you're merging onto a freeway where the freeway's almost at a dead standstill, you know. You, you've, you're coming on and... Everyone on the on the on ramp to come on to merge is all trying to merge, and and the people on the left lane are trying to go one for one. You know, do the right thing. So you're all trying to merge in one for one, and then you get one muppet that decides, you know, 200 metres back, that he'll pull out and pass everybody in that from that merging lane, and he'll he'll jump about 10 or 15 cars up the queue, and then tries to push in further up. That really annoys me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that also happens on turning lanes. Like you're sitting on the freeway or, or a highway and you're, you're waiting your turn to, to turn left or turn right and you're just trying to get off and you're sitting there and then you just watch these people just slide down the inside and then just get to the head of the queue and then just push in and if you're mm. at the top of the queue and you're trying to and you're trying to stop these people it's like you've just about you know killed their children they just want to they're just <laughs> thinking oh you guys are <laughs> you're not going to let me in oh man it just kills me <laughs> I'll tell you. another another favorite one of mine is the uh, the tailgater and I reckon this takes several forms. Firstly, if we imagine rainy weather, dusk, slippery roads, heavy traffic, and you look in your rear vision mirror and all you see is a Hyundai gets driven by a young girl with P-plates so close that you can't even see a bumper. <laughs> now, the slightest slowing of traffic and you're getting the Liberace treatment. <laughs> She's probably doing a hair or, or, a, or, a, or a texting or a, lip in the, a lippy in the, uh, in the yeah. mirror as well. Yeah. Spot on. I was just going to say extra points if she was texting or applying makeup. <laughs> but because we're not sexist here at the driver's seat, here's a version called the Angry Tradie. Usually between about 6 a.m. and 7.30 in the mornings, these guys are running late. Yeah, the trading On the cup. work site. 
That's it, yeah. Um, so that's when you look in your rear vision mirror and there's a heavily laden ute coming at you, barreling up, and all you see is this kind of a glow from their high vis. Their angry eyes that's filled by 27 red bulls. And um, <laughs> driving just off your bumper, usually accompanied by flashing lights, blowing hordes, swearing a few finger signs. And it's peak hour and you're boxed in. So there's a car in front, there's a car to the side. These clowns come tearing up and they're swerving and you go, OK, I'll get out of your way. They floor it for about oh, 12 feet and then they're into the next one. So, um, But I must say, uh, Malcolm, a lot of our listeners are tradies. We love you. We love that you listen. You do an amazing job. You're good people. Great people. Tradies. <laughs> Great people. <laughs> Great SEN fans, great constituents. Yes, we love you. But we're still waiting for that concrete, concreters boxing to come flying yeah. off the roof of his trailer and hit us in the back window. And um, I don't know if, you've, if Steve, if you've ever followed Matt driving, but he's always driving about eighty k's in the fast lane, uh, in yep. the fast lane. So you know, it's like you're trying to get trying to drive and passing lane, and some clown's driving at twenty k's under the speed limit and just refuses to get out of the way, even yep. if the lane next to them are clear so you, know, you try and get past them and then so you will pass them and then suddenly they'll decide oh well oh you shouldn't have passed me so then they'll speed up and pass you pull in front slow down and they might even give you a brake check just to just to see you off so <laughs> do you know what but, I but hang on but, but to Matt's defense He's he's up the game. He's up the game from 60 k's an hour to 80 because he's gone from the Peugeot with a soft top to a little blue SUV car now. So he's he's able to get to 80 now. And let me sound like a complete wanker, right? I have. Well, you already do. Well, I know, but let me sound like more of a wanker. Um, when you when you eventually get to a stage where you're able to afford a Porsche, it's amazing how many people stay away from you because no one wants to hit the Porsche. <laughs> it's really really good. I tell you. Are you finding that I'm, as I'm finding, and it, let me say, again, I might be sounding like a really old stodgy here, it seems that indicators to the younger generation, it's like they're told for use. Every time you get an indicator on, you're going to get a beep on your toll thing and you're going to get charged 10 cents a click on your indicator because no bugger uses them. They just move from left to right or, worst case, even worst case, when you're going into a roundabout, they over-indicate as to what they're going to do at the roundabout mm. and which way they're going. You don't need to do that. You just need to indicate which way you're going and which way you're exiting. And if you're going straight through, don't indicate. Actually, I had that on the way here. I had a guy behind me and I was indicating off roundabouts and then indicating through lanes. And then this car behind me was following me and he's going across, you know, two lanes oh, and through oh, roundabouts. I'm like, well, are. this guy's not even using his indicator. And funnily enough... <laughs> He follows me into the radio you show. Are a knob. <laughs> I was not doing that at all. You were taking every race line and indicating every race exactly line. Exactly. Right. I was just following you. Without, anyway. Without I don't know why you indicate when you're going straight through a roundabout anyway. You're just going straight through. You're Thank not you, exiting. You're not turning right. Am I, is that much. right, Nimsy, as all? Very much right there. That's Thank one of my you. bugbears from my, uh, my lovely partner from Townsville. <laughs> hey, Malcolm, um, we yep. have had someone, even though we're just... We're, and look, folks, we're just... Taking the P one double five, we're just having a bit of fun, so don't don't get all upset about it. Um, we have had uh, Pete, a great mate of ours from Cranbourne, he's texted in and he said, "Hello, boys, and hello, Malcolm. Uh, as a proud owner of a nineteen ninety eight NL Fairlane, do you see nice. most, if not all, later Fairlane and LTD models (brackets nineteen ninety one onwards) becoming real future classics like the early models did?" 
the answer to that is yes. And the Ooh. answer is because it, particularly if it's the V8, which most of those are because they're not making any more V8s. Mm. And also, if you look at it, the early ones are collectible, then what happens? We move on a decade, the next decade's collectible. So when, when, we, when our parents were growing up, stuff in the 50s and 60s was collectible. For me, it was sort of 70s and 80s. To the younger generations, it's the 90s. And then it will actually get into the the 2000s and stuff that I poo-pooed and said, oh, that'll never be collectible. It hasn't got a, <laughs> hasn't got a steel bumper and it's like it's made out of plastic. Um, mm. You look at some of those stuff, like the XDs, for example, which are now highly collectible, that 20 years ago when I was younger, they weren't worth anything. Mm. Look at Volkswagen Beetles. I mean, that was, when I was 18 or 19, they were about 1000 bucks each, and now they're twenty-five, thirty thousand, 30000 and heading north. Or a north combi van. Oh, combi, combi, huge money. Yeah. Now, to answer the question specifically on the um, on the Fairlane, mm -hmm. Fairmonson Fairlane, right. don't mm -hmm. mess with them. Keep them original. So if you've dropped them, put big wheels on it, change the engine. If it's not matching numbers, you've changed the seats, put sports steering wheel on it. Don't do that. <laughs> Send them back to original because that's what yep. that's what's going to be worth the money to the collector market. Seeing some of the '80s, mid '80s ones already heading north. Mm -hmm. um, some of the um, some of those nice uh, LTDs and the uh, the Fairlands, very very nice cars, and they ain't making them anymore. So get into them. Yep. Absolutely. And Malconio, uh, we, we, we had a crack about the off-season, but what are some of the most recent purchases into Big Mel's classic car garage? Have we been, did, did Santa Claus come down the chimney with any classics for you this year? Been a or big just chimney. fun bits and pieces? Big chimney. <laughs> it's a big house, I've seen oh. it. Unless it's a go-go mobile. <laughs> or a no, Peugeot. I, a, I, I did get a Mercedes C63, but that was not yes. really a classic. Oh, I mate, thought. I don't know. It's not a current 4-litre bi-turbo C63. It is a normally aspirated 6.3 V8. V8. And i got to tell you, if you've never driven one of those, if you're a car dude and you've never driven one of those, they are a classic now and will be a classic into the future. They are red hot. Have you scared yourself yet? Yes, coming on. <laughs> 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 they are how, how good do they sound? Oh, cold they start, sensational. In middle of winter, Mal, that is just going to be a symphony for you and, funnily enough, probably your neighbours as well at <laughs> 6 o'clock in the morning when you head off to work at Draganina, uh, being annoyed by all the people on the roads. And I bought, actually bought, and more for, I haven't registered it, but I got a 2005 XR8 again for the reasons I was just describing about oh, yes. last of the, the, the real V8s. Nice. And, uh, yeah, bought a couple of, couple of others along the way, but, um, <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, the costs, um, now are just going nuts. You're looking at crazy pricing across the whole collection of classic cars. So, um, I think it'll come back a little bit, um, cause people are going to start spending money again on travel and, some other mm -hmm. other areas, but some of the uh, and I think what happens is is that uh, a car that's worth say ten grand, someone will go, I'm going to put it on to fifteen. So someone else sees it and go, I'm going to put it on to fifteen as well. This one's better. I put it on to eighteen. Mm -hmm. Then people go, oh, the prices are going up, so I better buy one. So then it's almost a self fulfilling prophecy that people are paying money beyond the value of the market. And uh, unfortunately, I think some people might get it get caught with that. But the good thing is that the prices rarely go down, so you just might have to wait a while and. Um, and the other thing with the, the classic car market at the moment is that you've got a lot of people investing with no intention of driving, being in a club, or mm. actually being part of the whole scene. They're actually just buying purely to put away. 
mm. as an investment. And that's more at the, the top end of the of the market, the Ferraris and some of the Porsches. Well, and a few uh, people I know bought 911s, which mm. they intended to, to drive, and then the price, the value of them just went up so high, they're going, well, I'm not driving this on the road for some of the reasons we were talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I can tell you, mate, I'll have a, uh, a 2022... Mustang, Ford Mustang, TA2, Johnson build car available probably around August, September. If you, uh, if you want to stick your hand in your pockets there, probably going to set you back about 160, <laughs> 170 grand. Just putting it out there, mate. But you know, if you, uh, if you can see yourself one of those in your garage, just let me know. Some assembly required. Ideal, <laughs> ideal track day car. <laughs> oh, massively <laughs> ideal track day car. In the hands of someone with talent. Not with someone who I doesn't have talent. <laughs> who doesn't, who likes a wall. Absolutely. 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 What else have you got for us, Malcolm, as we allow you to go back to your Wednesday night? Any little tidbits to, f- to finish off? I'll give you a couple more. And we, w- we want the controversial ones because that's us. We're on the edge of the driver's seat. <laughs> you haven't been controversial yet. Okay, good. No, no. So, pri- private school mums. Okay, in the, in the elite of Melbourne, <laughs> there's some very, very highly priced private schools. Mm. And what happens at the time when they're picking up the kiddies is these ladies will turn up in their $250,000 north four-wheel drives that they can't really drive, double park them. <laughs> or G-Wagon or something. Yeah, G-Wagons or Land or Rover. the um, Land Rovers. And then, then the hazard lights go on and off they go, jump out with their um, tennis gear and their uh, augmented breasts and their slightly <laughs> lipo behind to pick up little... Uh, Sharon and Darren, and then um, block the road and don't seem to mind. And while we're having a crack, let's have a go at cyclists. We hear frequently that all motorists are inconsiderate and put bike riders at risk, but how many do you see actually ride through red lights or three or four abreast going up a hill and you can't get past? Now, we have to give cyclists equal billing on the road, but if they're not going to help themselves by going through red lights, and that's not even the ones that, that'll do 100 metres down the road in all of their Lycra gear, like they've just won the uh, Tour de France and spend the next three hours sucking down lattes at the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh, well, uh, thank you for that, Malcolm. And, of course, any correspondence, please make sure you send it through to SEN Career of uh, um, Malcolm Owens. Uh, addressed to the general manager, South Bank, uh, Victoria. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there you go. Stamp you self addressed that. envelope. Uh, no, yes. In all seriousness, though, before, before we do let you go, Malcolum, uh, obviously, we love you all. <laughs> Things are opening up a little bit around here. Do, do we know if any uh, a show and shine's coming back? Are people actually doing car shows and cruises again? Is the as the community decided to bubble up again? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's all it's pretty much full on. There's lots of um, cars and coffee around. Um, some regular ones in in most capital cities. There's uh, quite a bit happening around racetracks. In a couple of weeks down at Phillip Island, there's. Um, a race meeting that Steve's attending and they've got um, the Payark uh, car show down there mm-hmm. and um, yeah, a lot of the car shows um, are starting to come back now and um, there's um, if you, in Melbourne, there's Melbourne car shows on Facebook and I'm sure uh, similar around the country so if you yeah, jump on up here. and mm-hmm. just type in car shows, um, if you're really looking forward to to getting out and having a look. There's a lot happening over the next uh, next few weeks and months. So, yeah, we're back into it, which is great. It's exciting. There you go. And Pete from Cranbourne, Malcolm has just chimed back in again. He said, thanks heaps for the advice, boys. Mine indeed is a V8, and I plan to keep it as stock as a rock as possible for as long as you can have it. So there you go. It's a good thing. So hold on to it. He appreciated your advice there. 
No worries. They're, they're going to be something worth a lot of money in the future. All I want to know is, Pete, we're, we're having a nice little rant here, Pete, and you want to talk classic cars. Come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Stay on subject. I thought we needed to start as we intend to continue. <laughs> well, I, should we rename it? Well, like, Malcolm takes a bat to everybody. <laughs> That's what we'll name, rename Malcolm. Malcolm's soapbox. <laughs> yeah. I'm all right now. Oh. I've got it out of my system. There you go. In fact, that, that Fairlane, uh, Malcolm, is Pete's, and I have no idea how old Pete is, but Pete's first car. Yeah. It was his first car, and there it's real special. So, with love hearts. Thanks for the effort, Pete. Love your work. Yeah, good stuff. I think you must, be listening, uh, you must be listening online. On the drive I reckon, out. Pete, because mm. I'm not entirely sure that we're live into Melbourne this evening. Mm. So, thank you for that, Pete. No, we're not. I, try, I tried to get on before, and we're not. But that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, so if you look at the price of um, particularly the, the um, Holdens and Commodores, and, and that, that, they've gone up much quicker than the Fords. So, the Fords are lagging behind, but they'll catch up. So... Some of the V8 Fords and some of the XR6s are still quite cheap. And if you remember 25 years, so about 97, 98, and you can put them on cob plates, makes them even more collectible. And there's quite a lot for sale at the moment. It's some pretty good pricing. And uh, just for those that do care about the A-League, I'm assuming the score is nil all. I haven't checked the scores. I'm just assuming that's <laughs> Grab those crickets out of the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll do a live cross. Come on. Mm. I thought it was the bowls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, Malcolm, we appreciate you t- jumping on board uh, the driver's seat of the Classic Cars Corner and, uh, and, and obviously giving some unheralded advice to Pete and Granville too. Uh, there'll, no there'll, be, there'll be a commission coming that way there, Pete, when you do mm. decide to make the sale, if ever. If you do sell it, mate, you've got to get in touch with us, Pete, because we'll put you straight in touch with Malcolm. He may be your first buyer. <laughs> well, thank you. Lovely talking to you, gentlemen, especially you, Nimsy. <laughs> Likewise too, Mel. We'll see you again next month. <laughs> Righto. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Malcolm. <laughs> Good on you, guys. See you later. Yeah, see you, Mel. And that closes thank the you. doors to the Classic Cars Corner. Have you got the key that was the classic cars corner for Kubota building Australia Matthew, you just, can't just talk. make sure you lock that key, you yeah. lock that door on that, yeah. that classic yeah. cars. You can't thing, talk you? when I'm shutting the doors to the classic <laughs> cars corner. We've been just, through this. Sorry, mate. Just, <laughs> just, just give it an extra shake. Make sure the chain is really secure. Uh, hey, speaking of soapboxes, we're going to go through what happened at uh, SMP. So we'll do that after the break. And I'll be feeling. Are you, is this batter up there, Matthew? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to have a... Well, the bat that Malcolm just left when we threw him back into his garage, I'm going to grab. Well, it's a spicy bat, that one. <laughs> it's a big bat. All right, we'll take a quick pause on the course. Back with one of the driver's seat right after this. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. And remember, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It's available right now in the App Store. Uh, we'll do a quick wrap-up of Sydney Motorsport Park and uh, the kickoff of round one. And uh, Christian's chimed in on the text line, 0433 I think he's saying what a lot of us were thinking. I'm sick to death of Sydney Motorsport Park. I could tell you that what every inch of that road looks like. <laughs> every camera angle, every camera point, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So so in, in just wrapping this up, Nimsy, Sydney Motorsport Park, Stevie J, give me your thoughts on it. I want to hear your thoughts. Well, I didn't get a chance to watch all of it because, you know, I had a bit going on with 
not only TCM, but with Toyota 86s as well. <laughs> oh, that's drive right. Johnson. Uh, yeah, so drive through Johnson had to pop out a couple of times. And but, impromptu um, spri- um, swimming lessons too right, yes, on Sunday. Yes, it was actually interesting trying to get everybody back there. Uh, fuel uh, containers that were floating down pit lane and uh, or in the back of the pits anyway, in the paddock area. But, um, yeah, it was uh, – from what I saw, it wasn't the most exciting, Maddie. And even with the weather, you know, I thought the weather would have spiced up a little bit, which I guess it did a little bit. But um, when you go to probably the race on Saturday night, the dry race, yeah, it was pretty – <laughs> Null and void, really, wasn't it? Well, I'll preface what I'm going to say with this. Uh, super happy for Walkinshaw. Super happy for Mostert to win yep. on Sunday, um, particularly as I picked him to win the championship this year. And boom, straight out of the gate, he's got the red numbers on the window. Oh, they've been, um, they, they've done incredibly since they, this, but they we'll did really, really yep. well. Yep, they mm-hmm. did really well. Uh, amazing that that uh, SVG can fire off the road on Sunday, be a lap and a half down, and come back through the field to six. Like boy, oh boy, unbelievable, and and he's all his own fault too. So he he has has come out and said that. But I, I want to preface what I'm going to say about Sydney Motorsport Park Nimsy with a couple of things. Firstly, we don't answer to anyone. We don't answer to Motorsport Australia. We don't answer to supercars. We don't necessarily rely on all their stories and other bits and pieces. So if I need to take a big bat to them, I've no problem doing that. Um, but secondly, and most importantly, yeah, I get on here and waffle a bit of rubbish and I get to drive a race car now and then sometimes crash it, a lot of the time crash it, do all that sort of stuff. But first and foremost, exactly like the people listening to this show – Stevie J, I'm just a fan, right? I'm just a fan who 20 years ago got off the couch and just decided to make a career out of motorsport. Lucky me. But on Saturday, I, I do not understand who comes up with the decision-making in the decision-making room that comes up with, hey, guys, let's do 77 laps of the same racetrack that we've been to for the last five races on a dual-tyre compound, soft and super soft, which we've never actually run the super soft, so we don't know what it's going to be. We won't have co-drivers, but because it'll be at night, it'll be sensational. What a load of crap. Saturday night's racing, if you didn't have a calculator or a degree in mathematics – you had no idea what was going on. It was the most boring race to kick off our season that I've ever seen. I was excited as a fan to sit down on my Saturday night, grab my pizza, Mrs. Mac, and watch the racing. And we both looked at each other and went, this is garbage. Well, you know why? You know why, don't you? Why? Because we're all usually so spoilt with an amazing start to the championship like in Adelaide, Adelaide 500. Absolutely. Newcastle would have been fantastic. Um, and Newcastle would have been, been fantastic. So, you know, I get it. It's not the it's not the big, you know, you, you don't even call it grand finals at the end of the year. I mean, what do you call it? It's just the, the normal season opener, I guess you'd yeah. call it. You know, round one, um, it just didn't, just didn't have that pizzazz of had what nothing. it usually has had nothing and even on so the big threat for saturday night if you weren't watching was all oh, the weather all oh, the weather weather never arrived and then it came it hosed down after the trophy five minutes, five after, minutes after and flooded the joint and if we hadn't have had that on sunday the inclement weather making difficult uh track conditions the race on sunday would have been as boring as bs too so i i just 
I know. I'm trying not to start this year being negative because I do take it back to Formula One as being boring, but I'm a bloody race fan. Can we have some exciting racing? You know what was the best racing on the weekend? I'm, I'm, and, I'll, and I'll exclude TCM because you're part of that. The best racing on the weekend was Super 2. Why can't we have four races across a weekend of 25 laps each on one tyre compound? I want to see some desperate passes. I want to see some things set up. I don't want to see sitting up there 77 laps with only, you know, it all, it all came down to the last five or six laps on Saturday night. I don't want that. I, I, I want guys making a strong effort, guys and girls, to pass cars quickly because, like, oh, geez, I've got my laps are running out. My tyres have come up to temp and away we go. That was super too. Super 2 was sensational to watch on the weekend. Lots of new guys, lots of inexperience, lots of experience, inclement weather and desperation in a 25 or 22 lap race or whatever it was to do your best. I think that's what our supercar things need. We go, our races need. We go long distance at Gold Coast if it, if it doesn't, but we have two drivers. We go Bathurst, definitely two drivers. I, I would like to see that if our supercar races are any more than – 25 laps, we introduce co-drivers. Because 77 laps, garbage. That was garbage TV. It was rubbish to watch. And it takes away from the incredible driving skill of our, of our drivers and the incredible work amount of work that goes in to our teams to then be placed in a position where that's the best show that they can put on. Nah, that was garbage, I reckon. But good on you, Chazzy, for winning. Let's Still quickly, got a 20 on you as well. Let's quickly uh, run through some of the uh, the highlights. <laughs> now, Anton Di Pasquale, he looked like he picked up where he left off. But uh, And, uh, Stevie, you might be able to shed a bit of light into this one, have, being someone that you know has gone to these tracks and has had to have conversations with your engineers and things like that. Do you reckon when Anton and Ludo got there, they were just like, okay, whatever we did last time, plug that in, please? Yeah, well, you know, once you've hit a sweet spot with the setup. It doesn't change a hell of a lot. So, yeah, they would have worked on a few weaknesses that they probably uh, saw and realised after the four rounds that they had there back-to-back last year. But um, And it was – the track changed too. The track conditions changed. The cars weren't as fast or the times weren't as fast as what they were back in October um, last year. So, um, you know, it is different. But uh, and but going to the – going moving forward – or moving to a, a little bit of a different topic, Manny, back to what you were saying is is the, the race length. So I think you're right. I think 300k races, I don't mind. 300k races, definitely a two-drive race. 250 is probably the, the maximum, and we see that at Adelaide, yep. you know, and, and Newcastle, Townsville. Yep. Yep. I think that's that's it. And they're, they're tracks suited for that. But even they go long. Like you watch a Townsville, yeah. that, that, become, that can become a snooze fest as well. It can. It can. And, and some Adelaides have too, but other Adelaides have been amazing, you know, with – with people running, Will Davison running out of fuel in the last lap and all that sort of stuff. So I get it. Um, but you just, I think that you got to choose your event. Sydney Motorsport Park's not a place you want to have 300 kilometer races around. Yeah. It's more suited to that desperate, you know, not waiting for old mate's tires to go off. It's, it's, you know, let's, we've got to get it. We've got to get it done now. You know, um, you, you need sort of lap one of Sunday's race where yep. you saw Will Davison getting oh. beaten around and this and that. And yep. you, uh, that's what you need for 20 to 25 laps twice a day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we are an entertainment. We're, we're just an entertainment. I don't care whether you're racing go-karts, racing cars, playing tennis or whatever. We are an entertainment medium. 
And we get wrapped up in our own self-importance. Oh, 77 laps. Oh, two tyre compounds. Garbage. Just let them race. Let our fans get excited and watch them race. The heyday of this category and, and supercars in the 90s, we didn't have these massively long races and dual compounds. The times that your dad was racing and you were racing, mm. we didn't have any of that sort of crap. We had you in the door of someone. We had Ingle and Scaife having a crack at each other, and it was entertainment, and it was brought, what brought the millions and millions and millions of dollars to this sport and the eyeballs and the TV deals. And then we just go and do something dumb like 77, 300K race at SMP? Oh, I mean, give me a break. Have a good hard look Gives at yourself. Gives you a bit of a good idea yeah. of uh, when they were trying to get the 500-kilometre race. Can you imagine? At tail and bend. You know 100%. I mean? It would not work. Would not have worked. And we've got to – The 500K race didn't work at Phillip Island. Nope. So no, it's it not didn't. going to work at any of those long-loaded corner and tracks. And conversely to that, it wouldn't work at, at Winton either. Correct. That would be too hard. That's why Sandown is such a good place for it. Forget the history of it. That's why it's so good. So I, I would just like – it's too late now for this year, but I tell you what, with Gen 3, we've got to have a hard look at the show that we're putting Formats. on. Formats. Formats. We've got to have a hard look at what we're doing. We really, really do. Because if Saturday night and Sunday was uh, an example of what we're going to see this year, I don't know. I might just go and watch Formula E or something. Might be more exciting. Uh, well, let us know what you've got to say on the old <laughs> temper text. 0433-981116. Excellent start. And uh, this is the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. We've got the Burson off the track update. That is coming up in just a moment. Uh, We'll see if we get any rumour and scuttlebutt that happened from the paddock. But we'll do that next, right here on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat. As always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. 0433 98 11 16 if you want to jump on board. Great to have your company wherever you might be watching around the planet. Thank you very much, Dwayne. Um, <laughs> got a couple of uh, texts regarding the format. I would prefer three 100k races. Isn't that what they do at the AGP? Well, they do four 100k races. They do four. Three 100k. Well, I think they're 120ks or something. Yeah, I, and, and that's fine. I mean, you know, that's absolutely fine. 100Ks is fine. I, I don't mind 100K races at all. Um, just short them. Not 300K races with one driver. He's, I, just, I just, I think that's garbage. Here's another fun garbage. one. Garbage. Another fun one too. Spiced up post-race contact between Frosty and Todd Hazelwood and in Super 2 between Flash and Royal Harris. That was a... That was, that a, was a ripper. Yeah, that was good. That was a ripper. <laughs> and even though Nash was... Matt McCarthy, look, that's a hard one. Like, if you were drive through Johnson there, what would you have done? And we know Ryle personally, and we know Nash personally, so. Well, you wouldn't have done anything because. It, did Matt, should Ryle have actually been there? Because Matt, he was on the outside of turn four in the wet on a diminishing corner. Yeah, but and that. he got that, pushed wide. But that's, that's the line. That's where you, you know, that's where most of the grip is on the wet. So was Ryle wrong? To be I there? I don't think Roll was wrong, no. Okay. Not at all. You okay. know, he's trying to hang in there because he's then, he's then on the inside for the next corner. What shouldn't have happened is he, he, when you've got a car next to you, yeah. albeit, you know, he was only just overlapping, Yeah. Um, you know, there's got to be a time where either the inside car's got to give you room or the outside car's got to go, you know what, you know, if it was just a right-hand corner and then 
straight down to another yeah. right-hand corner. Roll yeah. probably would have bowled it, bowled back out of it and fouled in behind. But because yeah. he knows the next corner's a left, he's on the yeah. inside, yeah. there's a chance that he's going to stay in front of that car, yeah. you know, who was passing him. So, you know, I if think you didn't see it, the things. result was when Roll went out there, he made the grass and then he was out of control, went straight down into the apex of the corner with half the field coming through and went harpooned straight through the door of Nash Morris. Mm. Nash got out of the car, as Nash does, and uh, went and had a crack and had a real open the door, what the hell are you doing moment. And then Ryle, as Ryle does, <laughs> fired back and said it wasn't my fault. And then, funnily enough, the guy who escorted or made Ryle go out to the grass is a guy called Matt McLean, who's a lovely bloke. But he's a bit of a bit of a musician, like my son is, and so he's got hair right down to his shoulders. And I saw Ryle on social media posted uh, that he was escorted out to the grass by the other female Racing in the category, <laughs> which he meant Matt McLean. <laughs> so having Ryle Harris in uh, Super T this year is just going to be so much fun. I reckon it's just going to be. I still don't so agree with with taking your beefs to social media, but anyway, that's just the way. Yeah, it is. that was he had a real crack about that one. Yeah, it should it should sort of be what happens on the racetrack. Just leave it on the racetrack, and if you got anything to settle, do it next time at the racetrack. Mm. Um, How about this one, Matty? How about this one, Nimsy? Did you see the one about Anton? Hey, I see Anton. Stuck it in the wall after the race. Do you think there could be a spot on the team for Matt McKeldin? It's <laughs> Name the wall for, for Matt safety. McKeldin. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a screw up? Whoops. And I know. You know what? He went to the school of wind cup for burnouts. That's he did. What oh, that was a shocker. And I and I know he played it off. Of course, that's what you do to me. You go, look, mate. Yeah, I know. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. But as as connected to DJR. Please tell me that he got an absolute pull through when he got into the pits. Oh, I'm sure he would have. Because that's know, a big hit. Sure they had to put a corner in that car because it was a ride day the next day. Yeah, yeah. And he hit that hard. Well, yeah. Just, just, just quickly. <laughs> I mean, he. Look, I don't want to bring this up all the time, but uh, Anton does have form. David Caruso spun out on lap one thanks to a shunt from Anton De Pasquale. <laughs> Well, Anton didn't shunt anyone except for the wall. And I love it. Oh yeah, uh, Brady and I just had a mad skid going, and it got away from me. <laughs> you could ju- you could probably just oh. see everyone in in the garage just like, oh, f- <laughs> fire <laughs> truck, fire truck. <laughs> yeah. At least he spoke like a Westie. Oh mate, <laughs> that was no good. But it was very funny. Yeah. But you know, and again, well, like we see here. Um, Gabe's from the Hunter Valley. And we love Gabe's. He's really cool. He said, well said, Matty. Best racing was uh, the back group of Super 2 and Super 3, TCM, Aussie racing cars. 100%, mate. Absolutely 100%. We're going to cover off on TCM in just a little bit with Stevie J. But Aussie racing cars, what a ball terror. Mm. They put on a great race. Yeah, Did well, they? Oh, races. They put yeah. on great races. And supercars, pee nowhere that last weekend. Uh, keep your texts coming through, 0433981116. We will get to a Burson off-the-track update. We'll do that next because uh, a big shape-up in Supercars TV land. But before we go, a bit of this. Oh, oh Verstappen no, on the inside of Vettel. They no, have touched. Max. That was inevitable. <laughs> I hit the no. wall. Uh, coffee, Max. That's still one of my favourite bits. All right. <laughs> <laughs> back, with, back with more of the drivers. And that's what he said? Oh, <laughs> I'll hit <reckon>. the wall. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, Ludo. (laughs) Copy, Ludo. (laughs) Back with more of the driver's seat right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat, and as always, we do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Right now, it is time for the segment that has 
moved the news cycle up 24 hours. It is, of course, <laughs> our Burson off the track update. Oh, wait. What's happened here? Oh, come on. The computer's gone. Excellent start, that. Oh, I can't, I can't, there we go. Let's try again. <laughs> no, what's going on? The button's not playing. Anyway, won't fire. Let's just talk, shall we, about uh, off-track stuff. So... Okay, that works. Well, anyway, we, we do the off-the-track update thanks to Burson Auto Parts uh, for Burson. Jeez, we're going, going for gangbusters here. Why won't that play? Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll deal with... Okay, wrong button. Oop, okay. Wrong. Let's push on. Let's push oh, on. mate, you've just done... You have just done an Anton De Pasquale into the wall on the, on the opening of that one. Jeez Louise. Yep, you've hit it hard. You've hit it hard. Okay. Hey, let's. You're right in what you say, Nimsy, because the news cycle has been moved up 24 hours because uh, the things that I had to talk about today have now just been released, as funnily enough, as we go to air. Um, so hmm. you'll remember. Unusual. So you'll remember that we've been speaking in the last couple of weeks about this awful, and we've all been witness to the, the vision, this awful war that's going on in, in uh, Ukraine and Russia. Mm hmm. And that uh, Nikita Mazepin has been, I think it's happened in the, in, since our last show, mm. was officially sacked by the team, as was the sponsor, Eurocali Oil, which is partly owned by his father, Dimitri, which, who is an oligarch uh, and really good mates with Putin. So they've all been given the Tijuana brass. And uh, Dimitri has now decided, as, by the way, has the Formula 2 team that um, uh, benefits from Eurocali Oil. They've also boned the sponsorship, so they don't have that as well. Um, uh, Dimitri's decided he's going to throw some legal action. So he's going to sue the team that will no longer take his money. Unheard of. <laughs> normally any team, as you rightly said before, Steve, normally any team says, <laughs> give, the team give me the money. Suing the sponsor because they've... You know, exactly. Pulled so, out early. Exactly. So uh, really, it's going to be really interesting to see how all that plays out. Um, now, young Fittipaldi, who is who has been around Haas, has been named as the driver that is going to replace uh, Nikita at the test. But I've just got a sneaking suspicion that there will be another driver, possibly, who is going to line up for that team in the new year or in the new could he season. Could he be called Antonio? He could be called Antonio. Ooh. So I've – and I'll tell you the reason why I reckon that may happen and that the discussions are happening. Um, when you have testing, um, you often will put a junior burger in because they're, 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 they can just do miles after miles after miles of testing. Um, we saw last year that we think Haas may have not benefited from having two rookies in the car in Mick Schumacher and Mazepin. As we lead into this new car, um, I think they will benefit from having one rookie in Mick and an old head in Giovinazzi. Jovi's a great driver and did very well in terms of some of his results at Alfa Romeo, at Alfa Romeo in, a, in a, again, a deficient car. Um, really held it up against... Raikkonen, which is not easy to do. Even at the end of Raikkonen's career, he was still mega fast. So I've got a feeling that potentially Jovi will be in that car. But let's probably got see. some cashola behind in, him in, too. In Italian lira, yes. 
He's probably got some Italian cash there as well. So, Bubbity um, Boobity. Well, so, <laughs> I haven't heard Bubbity Boobity in ages. Yeah, Bubbity Boobity. So, we'll have to wait and see on that one. But um, let's just, I could be completely wrong on that one. They could put Emerson in and have two rookies in a new year of, of a new car. Would you do it, Steve Johnson? Or would you want an old head and a junior burger in Jimmy? No, I would think that I would want the diversity of both, you know, yep. Uh, yep. like a, an experienced guy that's done plenty of miles and yep. obviously a junior burger in his second year. Second year, Mick. Yep. So I think that's that could happen. Mm. We'll have to wait and see, Nimsy. Uh, and the other one was a, a name that we don't often talk about and you don't often hear about, but he has been absolutely synonymous with our game. He has done an extraordinary job, and that's Nathan Prendergast, mm. an old TV producer of mine. He's been the boss of Supercars TV for a little while. Uh, announced uh, today that he is he is Gonski stepping after back. twenty years, mm-hmm. stepping back. He's not upset. He's not. He's not paid off with anyone. He's going to be looking at overseas options. Now, um, again, lots of just chatter and scuttlebutt and rumour, but he has in off-seasons past gone to do uh, rally raid stuff and Parry Dakar. I shouldn't say Parry Dakar. That's old school. Dakar, Dakar coverage. Um, I get the sneaking suspicion that he might be going to be doing a whole lot more of that on the international stage. So good, good on him. Yeah, if he's uh, him for doing that. He's, well, clearly, like the supercars coverage is cut above the rest. Like he's one of the most well polished things, except for that bird that was taking a turd. Um, yeah, did you see that? That was really good. Chad Nalon uh, <laughs> said that the bird was looking for breakfast, but in fact, he was just laying a morning cable mm. in the rocks. There. <laughs> Getting rid so of breakfast, that, if you will. Yes, yeah, that was so good. <laughs> hey, and just quickly, hey Gabs, I sorry, I didn't realize you were a female. I wasn't sure whether it was Gabs or Gabes. So Gabs, I believe you're a she. Not a he, and I do apologise for that. However, you identify, good for you and Gabs, regular listener too. And absolutely, yeah, totally regular yep. listener. And thank you for clarifying that. Very much so. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen on the temper text if you want to get involved. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to uh, Kubota. That was our person off the track update for Burson Auto Parts, known for first class knowledge and service. We've got our first edition of the power rankings that is coming up next right here on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat power rankings. Oh, my stars. You have no idea how much there is a bead of sweat that has just <laughs> disappeared. But uh, remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show. This is the power rankings. It's the equivalent of the Brownlow or the Dally M. Both Matt and Steve sort Award. Uh, hey, look. <laughs> hey, look. Scott McLaughlin. We've well, got, hey. we've, we've got yep. on actual footage and mm. live testimony that he loves it. Mm. Might have been saying yeah. it facetiously, but anyway, that's not the point. Um, <laughs> well, it's apparently it's what got him the drive in. Direct quote. In IndyCar was the fact that he'd won the power rankings. Hmm. He said it. Direct he quote. He sent it we over. We yeah, direct quote. We That's didn't not put the, the words in his mouth. But, uh, pretty- hey, and Nimsy, just on that, there is a little bit of footage of that. If people want to see it, they can jump onto Facebook mm-hmm. and uh, also onto the driver's seat app if they want to see the little bit of the video of that interview of Stevie J in the office. Um, I just wanted to let everybody know that I was told that we weren't filming that. So I came in looking like a complete beach bum. <laughs> so thank you so much for that, Nimsy. <laughs> <laughs> Always have some merch on it. Uh, <laughs> Stevie, yeah, you did. Any any chance you can get those Team Johnson shirts at the uh, oh. at the online store? Yeah, I'm going to have to try, aren't I? I have to dress the little fella when he comes in. <laughs> the um, little fella. Little fella. You. Oh. 
Me? Yeah. I'm the little fella now. Yeah. He says facetiously. <laughs> now that, in fact, he's the little fella. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get to our power rankings. Now, previous yes. winners at the power ranking include Scott McLaughlin, back-to-back 2019 and 2020. Last year, we did two. We did uh, one for Supercars and one for TCR Australia. We'll do the same again this year. But Shane Van Gisbergen won last year's power rankings and this year. Uh, and Chas Mosser got the TCR Australia power rankings. So let's start off with you, Matty. The three, two, one. Or do you want to go one, two, three? Um, I am going to do one, two, three. Mm-hmm. You're still writing them down. Yeah, I'm still writing them down. Oh, do you uh, want to go? Have you done yours? Do you want to go first, Steve? Have you done yours, Stevie J? I've done mine. Okay, well, actually, go to yours because I'm, 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 I'm on the fence about my one pointer. So we'll do Stevie J first. I'm clear on two and three, mm-hmm. but I just want to check something on my one pointer. I, you're going to probably be a little bit shocked with mine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go one point to Brody Kostecki. Solid mm-hmm. weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, fair enough. You know, obviously was up there all weekend um, and did a great job as he does. I'm going to go two points to Chaz Mozzie. Just the two. Because he was solid, you know, and I sort of expected them to be up the front. I expect them to be up the front challenging with DJR uh, and T8 all year. And I'm actually going to give three points to SVG. Sorry, Anton. Mm. Uh, he was solid as well, but I just think that, you know, obviously that the strategy played his way on Saturday, but Sunday they'd had a crap qualifying. He was, he made a mistake, I guess, obviously off the road. He says he made a mistake. You know, mm. Um, mm. but, you know, showing his, you know, true, no, he shows his true capability week in and week out, but um, the champion that he is, you know, most people would not have come back from a lap down. Most no. people would not lap have and lap and a half down. Yeah. Most people would not have um, finished even in the top 20 in his position. And he gets back to P6. Yep. Yeah. On like, Sunday, yeah. Brilliant. Pretty. Yeah, obviously, man. yes, he was kissed on the, you know what, by a, you, you know, know what, what? By a fairy. By a fairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the you know with the safety car at the right time but still you know that's a that's a champion drive and that something like that could you know drives like that my dad always told me that what wins you the championship it's not how good you are on your good days it's yeah. how good you are on your bad days absolutely and, and very well. that was going to shaping up to be a very bad day um you know i mean i could put so many other people brock Feeney did a sensational job as a rookie you know in uh in his Debut still in the top ten and made the shootout, mm. um, and I'm sure you Both probably got him on yours, too. Maddie. Oh well, I I may you know. have, yeah. So All right, I've I've worked it out. So I've, that was my three two one. All right, yep. Let's okay. go with yours, Maddie. Uh, so I'm going to do. Well, I'll do my three two one. I think Chaz uh, gets my three. Yep. Because uh, two points. <laughs> Sorry. Two points. Shut up. Yeah, I we'll just get read, to that. I we'll just get... read the text from Peter. Yeah, we'll, we'll read that out soon. We'll mate. get that to that. Crack up. Uh, Chaz three points because two podiums. And Nick, his new his new co-driver, Nick Perkett's no slouch, obviously. And I think he showed the way. And I think he came in under a fog of expectation after the Bathurst win. I couldn't and give I, him that three points just because of his hair. He said, oh, I actually loved his hair. But I know he, it's for a yeah, great cause. Oh, great great cause. cause. Good and, on you, mate. But. And I tell you what, as I've just said, and I won't harp on it about it, but it was a sea of boredom all weekend. Chaz's hair mm. was a little bit of light relief. So I give him, I'd give him another point for the hair if I could. So three <laughs> points to Chazzy. Uh, I'm going to give two points to Brock Feeney. I think he did really well. He qualified and he got into the two shootouts, which was brilliant. And mate, 
He As got, expected, he got tailed up by a few blokes. They put the screws on him hard everywhere he yep. went, and he fought back, and I love that. It would yep. be uh, love one, that. one of the few times that we've seen Car 88 uh, try to be muscled. Yeah, it was. he was being muscled. At one point, he had both of the truck assist cars, one in front and one in back, and they were both just giving it to him. <laughs> and I just – I love it that he had the stones to go, mate, don't, don't bother with that sort of stuff. I'm not going to – Lay down. So good yeah. on you, Brock, for that. That was really good. Made a few mistakes, but I think that's fine. You got to give the kid some credit where credit's due. I think he it's did. Not often he, that he Jack really LeBrock's well. going to be able to get that opportunity to muscle him because he's right. going to be well in front of him soon. So, oh, well, I think well in front of him anyway. Anyway, from here, from this point so. in, and I'm going to give SVG one purely and simply because yes, the drive on Saturday night was 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 strong. Um, but again, the recovery. It just on, doesn't give up, no, you know, no, and no, that's no. what makes it. No, and all done with a new engineer too, Yep, which is even better after after losing uh, Couchy. So, yeah, no, I thought I thought that was a good effort from him. Um, bit disappointed with a few people. Um, you know, I thought I thought Will could have done a bit better of a job as we were discussing off air, Stevie J. Um, I thought Andre Heimgartner showed some promise. Uh, Will Brown showed some he promise. He showed some promise, Andre did, but he didn't show very good racecraft yeah. in, in the way he raced. Who was that, Will? Andre. Andre. No, I oh, know. Yeah, yeah. No, but showed some speed in that mm. car. Um, and I thought, honourable mention has to go to Team Sydney. I know I'm dragging on about it, but I, I just thought their um, their qualifying was really good. And in fact... Um, what about Tickford, Maddie? Uh, Tickford were garbage again, rubbish. I know that. I know that that um, Waters got back to sixth, but they should never be there. He shouldn't have to get. He back even to that. said that himself. Yeah, he, that was, just, and all the other cars, like he was just garbage. Mm. And uh, by the way, I think that opposite lock deal is only for a few rounds. To another off track. Oh, I have. But it looks like it. he got his team shirt from the opposite oh, store at Penrith. He did. I honestly, perfect. it honestly did look like someone went to an opposite lock yeah. and said, "Hey, James." Yeah. Did, are you do, did you not know you were racing today? Oh, uh, hi, Nimsy. I'm James. Uh, would you, you like the spotlight? Me. The spotlights are down aisle two and the bull bars are at the end of aisle five. <laughs> you idiot. Oh. Uh, hey, and Christian um, texts in again. Uh, his three two ones were one point to Pitha, two to Anton and three to Chaz. All right, Christian. And other people, send us through. If you think there's a three two one that you'd like us to know about, let us know. That's cool. I wonder what Crispy reckons about that. Say hello to my new friend. Good to know. I reckon he said that after Todd took him out after the end of the race on Sunday. <laughs> oh, Crispy. Toddy had a Toddy had a uh, um, Toddy. Oh, Toddy Hazelwood and, and Toddy. Winter. Toddy, yeah. Him. yeah. I reckon Charlie might have said, "Come into the back of my trailer and show me your little friend," so to speak. That's an I'll awful, show you my little friend. Awful Whatever. mental image there, but uh, we'll take a quick break and be back with Lots more of little the, friends in the back of that trailer. We'll be back with more of the driver's seat right after this. <laughs> this is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. It's the driver's seat all across Australia. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Let's talk a bit of TCM because we've been getting a bit of love for the TCM on the temper text, 04 Double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Uh, do you want to get through some of these ones here, Matty? Yeah, why don't, why don't we? Yeah, we got a couple here, Matty. Oh, uh, yeah, John Bow. Uh, uh, someone texted in about John Bow said magic on Saturday, 12th to 1st. Well, yes, it was 12th to 1st, but it was the trophy race. If you'll notice, Hansford and one Steve Johnson hung down the back because they didn't want to crash and they didn't want to do tyres. Whereas John, 
takes it very seriously, his trophies. In fact, he's detailing the trophies well, that he's won over the years. It used to be called the Waco Trophy Race because they used to actually – and back when I did, used to try on it because you could actually win <laughs> get a, a cool Waco lot. fridge. Oh, really? Oh, that would have been good and back was, in the days you know, when you were actually Waco eating Those Waco fridges are, working, uh, 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 are worth, you know, eight mm. or $900. Like yeah. it was a decent little Waco fridge like you'd have in your Forby when you went up the beach, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, they were worth winning then. Now well, they're not it, worth winning because you know what you get? Trophy. Donuts. I thought, donuts. Gonna, I thought you were going to say a GMC well, actually, drill. I would actually try if you got donuts. <laughs> uh, you actually get a donut, a naught, a you zero. You can't say that anymore because you, you're on the fitness trail. You can't, like you are. You know what I'd do I'm going to see you on the man shake. You know what? I'm going to see you on a man shake commercial one of no, these days. No, no, no. I don't yeah. have that stuff. You, That's you no know, good. What's going to be? No. I lost Eat proper food. Kilos. You know what I'd do instead? What? You know, like when you hyperventilate and you get a brown paper bag and you blow it like you, you <gasps> in the into the brown paper bag. Where is this going? Like yeah. I'll just get a donut packet and I'd do the same thing <laughs> to a donut packet, but I wouldn't <laughs> eat it. So I don't get the calories. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. So, <laughs> so that, let's talk. Let's Che- Talk uh, like about cheeseburger in the bag. Leave, leave, no, no, no. Leave oh, the bag. Oh, cheeseburger. Yes. yes Steve that. Johnson does the business. Yes. <laughs> That's a great Talk idea, Talk to Nimsy. me about TCM on the weekend because I reckon if you'd, if you'd had uh, a good size arc, you might have actually been competitive on Sunday in the wet because, boy, it was wet. It was wet. It was wet, wet. Yeah. Well, we obviously had one of our races cancelled because it was literally flooded. There was mm. a There was a – a lake at turn coming out of turn eight. Mm. So, um, and it is what it is, what it is. You know, our, our Sunday race is meant to be at 8am and it was right at the end of the absolute deluge of rain that we had coming down from about three in the morning. Mm. Um, and we hinted back earlier in the show about the two hour 86 pits. They had to move their cars out of their pit because they were going underwater. Mm. Um, but, um, yeah, so, and then we had our, Last race at 10.30 in the wet. It was still wet. Um, and, yeah, we, we finished third. It was okay. But um, I just made a bit of a mistake in some tyre pressures. I, I thought the track was wet. It dried out quite quick, even though it was yep. still misty and spray. But yep. um, I, I made a, a bit of a rookie error. Well, not a rookie error. I just didn't judge it correctly. I tell you what, gorgeous George, Mrs. Mac's favourite. Boy, he drove well. He drove well. He drove really yep. well. Had that car hooked up. Didn't he? You know, drove well on the Saturday as yep. well. And, you know, yep. we, we all qualified there or thereabouts. And, you know, George is a good steerer, good peddler, always has been, as you know. Yep. Done a lot of racing and yep. uh, and is great to race against too. Yep. Him, JB, Hansford, they're just, they're just mega to race against. And I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the racing on the weekend, even though we didn't get the get the W. But um, I'm still happy with the weekend, you know. We, we literally haven't – the only thing we've done to the XD – uh, since Bathurst last year when we, we rolled it out and won those races is um, fix the damage when we blew the tyre. That's all we've done. Literally cleaned it, nice. fixed it, put a new bumper bar on it, put a new spoiler on it, thanks to King's Fiberglass, and... Uh, <laughs> smacked it on the bum and yep, sent it. Smacked it on the bum and sent it. There so, you go. Hey, just yep. quickly, I want to... I just want to... Uh, sorry to interrupt, Nimsy. A lot of contention, and it's, it's really quite nice because it shows people are watching and the mm. love for the Johnson family. Um, we have seen for the last 18 months Full Throttle Barbecue on the side of... Full Throttle Custom Garage. Either way. Yeah. Uh, on the side. We've seen Full Throttle mm. and its various iterations on the side of the XD and, of course, on on Jet's TA2 and Trans Am car. That's the Full Throttle Barbecue car. There you go. Um, eagle-eyed people online spotted that there was true blue on the side. So there's obviously been a change in that commercial arrangement, you've addressed it online, but for those who might be interested, where are you at with Full Throttle? Yeah, well, Full Throttle's, as a lot of businesses have 
in the last two years been impacted pretty hard by the COVID and the pandemic. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, right now they've just had to scale back their expenditure on sponsorship just for the moment um, to get their, uh, you know, their... Build a war chest a bit more. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You know, yep. concentrate on the barbecue shop, you know, and, and really try to they want to open up some more stores uh, for Full Throttle Barbecue, which will be great. Uh, and then, you know, I'm pretty sure, well, I'm, I'm very sure that you will see Full Throttle Barbecue back, you know, on a, on a Johnson car, specifically, you know, Jet's car, possibly in 2023, uh, and, and continue with Jet in a minor way for the rest of 2022. But as for the XD, yeah, absolutely. You know, for both cars, we're looking for, you know, a major sponsor now, which is not ideal partway into the start of the season. But, you know, we'll, we've got a few irons in the fire and I'll just work hard to... Uh, to keep the junior burger on the track first, and then I'll look after, you know, oneself second. Mm. Well, you got some. You got some time. May twenty seventh and 29th is the next TCM round. Yeah, part of the Shannon's Nationals Motorsport. Oh, Australia I wonder Champion. where it's at again, Nimsy. Oh, that's right. Oh, it's SMP. Oh, oh my god. god. Listen, we might as well. I think they might as well just put out a calendar now for every race and just put like a tick with Sydney Motorsport Park. If it's at Sydney Motorsport Park, a big tick goes next to it. If it's not, put a cross because that's all that seems to be happening. The default is, yep. where are we racing? Sydney Motorsport Park? No, we're not. What? Mm. Uh, What's going on? <laughs> What's happening in this world? It's gonna. It's about to be 35 different teams' home track advantage. <laughs> <laughs> We've all raced there Speaking much. of uh, Speaking of uh, um, those little things, did you happen to see those little... Uh, the Was little racing cars? No, the, no, the, the Porsches. The, the car- little Porsches. The Carrera car. Yeah, we'll get to yeah. we'll get to that in a bit. Oh, uh, because we're going to take a break before we uh, run right out on, of time here on the driver's seat. You can tell seat. us what you mean in the off in the in the break. Off air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back with more of the driver's seat to wrap it all up right after this. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over forty years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Great to have you company on the driver's seat. Thanks for joining us wherever you're listening. Uh, we do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building Australia together. We'll get to some of these texts. Uh, I do like this one. JB's been showing all these trophies on Facebook. The last one he put up looks like it had been used as a doorstop or paperweight. It'd be like, <laughs> just be like, ah, oh, where are we going to Well, he's got this? enough. <laughs> he's got enough. He could, yeah, absolutely. He does have a few, doesn't he? Yeah. That'd, that'd be a big room. Um, Christian... Text in and said, what did you guys think of the uh, Anton's shootout lap in the wet? Uh, it was wild. Yes, it was, Christian, and he did very well. And it's at those laps like that you look, you just look at it and you think this guy's got super talent. Um, uh, anyone seen Barry Bozo has just been texted in. Look, I'm not sure. I haven't seen Barry tonight, but uh, I did send him a text earlier about Nikita Mazepin being sacked. And the answer that I got back from Barry was... Mate, not touching that one. Not when the bloke's mate's got nukes. Not touching that. <laughs> Probably wise move there, Barry. Yeah. Good on you, Barry. Thanks, yes, Barry. So, uh, Barry, I think that's an outstanding response. <laughs> outstanding response. How about the one from Peter from Munta? Munta Bay. G'day, oh, g'day Peter. Day. Uh, N- Nimsy's fingers have a bit of Maddie's, Maddie's pedal footwork about it. <laughs> oh, yes, dear. Uh, and... Um, you can answer this one from Lee, Stevie J. Hey, boys. What's going on with McKeldon's Trans Am? I heard the intro to the show, Kubota Building and Shaping Australia. Well, Matt McKeldon is living up to that, building and reshaping the race car <laughs> after each race. Sorry, Matt. Well, he's not, because we're building and reshaping it. He you just... Are. That's what I... 
Yeah. Did you exactly say what shit? I said in the car? Did you? <laughs> no. When I crashed so badly and dislocated my shoulder, I was winded, so I went. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I sounded like Grandpa from The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, this has been the driver's seat. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you same time next week. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.